This week's Saturday is a day that lots of South African birders look forward to, the annual BirdLife South Africa African Bird Fair. To find out what you can expect from this year's Bird Fair, I chat to Andrew Wasung, BirdLife South Africa's communication manager. He tells us what workshops, walks and talks you can expect at this year's Bird Fair. All the links for the event can be found in the notes of the show. Westermans is running a wild bird card competition. When you buy a Westermans Wild Bird 10kg limited edition bag, you get two collectible cards. And in addition to collecting the Wild Bird cards, you stand the chance to win amazing prizes worth over 100,000 Rand, including a pair of Swarovski EL 10x42 HD binoculars, valued at 45,000 Rand. The competition runs until the 31st of August, and you can find more details at www.westermans.co.za. Westermans, for the love of birds. My name is Adam, and this proudly South African podcast is your weekly source of news about birds, birders, destinations, conservation, gear, books, and anything that we think birders will want to hear about. So, welcome to the show. So let's hear all about this year's bird fair from Andrew Wasung. So I'm chatting to uh, someone from BirdLife South Africa I haven't chatted to before. So I want to welcome Andrew Wasung to the BirdLife podcast. Thanks, Adam. Thanks so much for having me on and to your listeners and uh, for all the support you, you guys give us. Did I get the surname right? I know my surname is one of those surnames. I always have to teach people how to pronounce it. I get it right? <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. Definitely got it right this time. Oh, that's awesome. So this weekend is the Bird Fair, and we're going to chat all about the African Bird Fair. We're going to chat all about that in a moment. But because you've never been on the show, um, listeners might not know who the heck you are. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and also how you got in BirdLife South Africa? Yeah, absolutely. Um, nice, to, nice to meet you guys officially after listening to the show myself a few times. Um, so on my side, I, I grew up, I was very lucky to grow up um, across southern Africa. So my, my parents were a little bit nomadic in that they were in the hospitality industry, um, moving around from sort of hotels and lodges. And uh, my sister and I, from a young age, were very fortunate to grow up a little bit on the Zambezi River. Um, and we also got the opportunity to spend some time in Okavango at, uh, as youngsters. And it definitely, you know, grew this, this um, passion in us for, for birds especially, but also just for the natural world. I went off and studied journalism and media studies and spent just short of a decade in sort of um, marketing and advertising and as a writer uh, and as a marketing strategist. And then I decided, um, you know, I wanted to spend a bit more time in my, in aligned with my passions um, in the writing and sort of journalism or media space, I guess. Um, and so, yeah, moved over to BirdLife South Africa almost two years ago now as the communications manager. Yeah, so BirdLife South Africa is you know, for my personal opinion, maybe I'm a bit biased because my bird is probably South Africa's leading conservation organization. So I think before we even chat about the the African Bird Fair, you know, tell us a little bit about BirdLife South Africa and why birders should support the work that you are doing. Yeah, thanks so much, Adam. So we're a, a what we call a public benefit organization. So we really believe that the work we do is for the benefit of South Africans, you know, people, but also our environment and the birds that, that call that environment home and the several habitats that are threatened. Um, most of our work is uh, dealing with threatened habitats and species. Um, so our work is divided up into several programs. Um, we work in the region, so throughout Africa and 
up what we call um, various flyways up into Europe and Asia and Africa to protect um, to protect species and habitats regionally. Because, um, you know, it doesn't make a difference if we're protecting a species down here in South Africa, but when it migrates northwards or southwards, um, it goes through threatened habitats or uh, uh, areas that are under threat in the rest of the continent or world. Um, obviously, protecting landscapes and, and terrestrial birds as well. We've got a seabird program which um, focuses on on the marine environment and the Marian Island area as well. Um, science and innovation program, policy and advocacy program, and um, our most recent or most new program is about empowering uh, people. Um, and then, from my point of view, you know, my it's my my job to try and communicate all these different stories and and the reasons why they are all important. Um, we're also a membership-based organization, so we rely on our members to um, for advocacy purposes, but also to help raise funds. And it's also just a great sense of community. These members are um, sort of members of bird clubs around the country um, as well. So there's a nice sense of community and we have get-togethers, um, we do events, and yeah, all in the name of conservation at the end of the day, bird conservation and, and habitat conservation. So I'm a birder, so again, a little bit of a, uh, I would understand why it would be, but you know, for somebody who's listening, someone might stumble across it's not a birder and they might be just love nature and that kind of thing. You know, why why is bird conservation so important? I mean, if if a couple of species went extinct, would it really matter? I mean, I mean, if a leopard goes extinct, you know, we can get the economic like people will, you know, it'll we won't be able to see them in game reserves and that. But you know, like if a little a sparrow went extinct or something. I mean, why does it really matter? I mean, why should people be supporting conservation, bird conservation? Yeah, it's, it's a very um, good question. You know, I think from from my point of view, it's it's not just about the species, the common birds that we see every day in our cities and things um, that I feel are that connect us to a greater natural world. Even though we're in our city and you might be in your flat to your suburb, um, you know, looking at a, a sparrow hawk or a sparrow or a robin. Um, for me, on the one side, it's, it just connects us to something greater than ourselves. Um, you know, there's a spiritual element to it as well for me personally, just to connect to the natural world, no matter where you are, especially because you don't have to be out in the Kruger Park to enjoy birds. You know, you can be in a suburban landscape um, as well. So it's, it's also a bit of an equalizer, I think, um, in a country like ours, where anybody and everyone can look up uh, and enjoy bird life around them even if it's just your small little lbj or garden birds um, or if you are more fortunate to go out into the wild areas like the kruger and uh, okavango and zambezi where i've been fortunate to to go but the second point is that birds are sort of uh, what we call indicator species um, in that bird, when, if something's going wrong with birds um, there's something going wrong with the environment broadly speaking and because birds are more accessible to study and um, more visible um, you know, we can we can measure trends about the environment and different habitats, for example, grasslands and wetlands, by monitoring the populations of birds. Um, so birds really are, yeah, as I said, an indicator of the greater environmental crisis we sort of find ourselves um, in. And from a conservation point of view, it makes sense to to monitor bird populations from that point of view. So I'm going to do this nice and early on in case someone does tune out a little bit early. So if somebody decides they want to support the work that BirdLife South Africa is doing, how can they do that? Yeah, there's many ways to support our, our work. You know, one of the underrated ways is these My School, My Planet cards, for example. Um, just recently, we, we encourage people to use their My Planet card. And you can use these at several, you know, uh, shops or retailers. 
Um, and we saw a noticeable difference just on our monthly um, funds raised from the My Planet or My School um, card project. So obviously many hands make light work. So, you know, if, if, if a few couple extra hundred people go and use their My Planet card, you won't believe the difference it makes on our side um, every month. But some of the, the main ways people support us is they sign up for membership. So they become a member and um, in exchange for a few hundred rand a year, they I would get a bird African bird life magazine um, every two months. So six issues a year. Um, one can join bird clubs, you know, and do outings and, and um, get togethers and trips um, or join workshops and, and basically learn more about birds in the area. And there's bird clubs distributed throughout the country. Um, you can go onto our website and have a look at your nearest bird club. Um, there's also a conservation league donorship where members um, for 3,000 Rand become a conservation league donor. And that's an annual donation that goes towards our work. Um, and you can also sign up just for the magazine. So for African Bird Life magazine, there's a subscription um, base there as well. Um, and that's definitely, in my biased opinion, one of the finest nature, definitely bird related magazines in the world um so yeah there's there's several ways that um that you can support our work yeah and i encourage all our listeners to support the important work that birdlife south africa is doing and i do agree that the african birdlife magazine is probably the foremost conservation nature magazine in the world the latest edition with um, the richard flack photography is absolutely fantastic so we're going to chat all about the biggest weekend in South African birding. Maybe the only other weekend that is as big as this is the um, the big the birding big day. But we're going to talk about the African bird fair. So for people that are listening who have absolutely no idea what the African bird fair is, can you tell us what this event is all about? Yeah, thanks, Adam. So it's coming up on Saturday, the 22nd of July. So this Saturday, um, there's two aspects of it. There's the in-person event and there's the virtual event for those who are further afield. Obviously, with the in-person event being in Johannesburg, um, this year we're hosting it at the Country Club Johannesburg in Woodmead. And then, obviously, to cater to those further afield in the continent or around the country as well and around the world, uh, we have a virtual element where people can tune in via Zoom and enjoy all the same talks and programming and, and things like that. And really, um, you know, what the bird fair is all about is, is bringing people together, birders, conservationists, um, to, to, to get together and learn. So you might, there's beginner workshops, beginner birding workshops. Um, there's workshops on kids birding with Fancy Peacock. Um, there's a beginner workshop, beginner birding workshop with uh, Vian van Sale, who's representing Swarovski Optic. And then on top of the workshops, there's several um, talks throughout the day on Saturday uh, from birds in our region. So in the, in the highlands, sorry, in the high felt around Gauteng, um, right down to you know the the country club itself. There's a talk just dealing with birds of the country club. Um, there'll be a talk on on golf course birding by Mike Buckham, um, just about some of the interesting species he's seen throughout his life on on golf courses. Obviously, with the country club having a having a golf course there as well. Um, and then some of the more educational things around our bird of the year, like uh, learning more about Cape parrot species. Um, Fancy Peacock's going to give another talk on mastering bird calls and how you know the, the mimicry of birds and um, just the symphony of sounds in the morning no matter where you are in the, in the country taking another look at, at that as well so it's really opportunity to get together and um, and and learn and enjoy each other's company and, and learn about birds and um, also to engage with, with different exhibitors and that's everything from art 
artists and artworks um, through to sculptures. Um, there's going to be some of the latest optics equipment like camera equipment from Canon and binoculars from Leica, Zeiss and Swarovski amongst several other um, exhibitors on the day as well. And yeah, I can imagine, you know, the opportunity to get together and to meet and to learn from people like, you know, Fancy Peacock, Mike Buckham, and, you know, the caliber of speakers you got coming in. I mean, you know, for the cost that you're paying to get in, to be able to, you know, you know, almost have this this lineup of speakers and uh, equipment and just to, I think just the community aspect, just getting to connect with people. And, you know, we, we the, the online burden community is fantastic in South Africa and there's oftentimes you get to meet people uh you know through online and when I've come to the bird fair it's always been quite cool because you always get to put a face to someone that you've been speaking to on whatsapp and it's like you know it's it's all this together it's the learning the learning fo- the learning side of it there's the community side of it oh, I mean it's just a fantastic event to be to be a part of yeah really looking forward to it um, and at the end of the day just to test all those learnings you know we, we always have our annual quiz which is very popular, so quiz night or quiz evening, I guess, um, and obviously featuring some of the things that people might have learned throughout the the day or the week um, in the build up to the bird fair as well. So we will be also, we will also be having um, some free virtual talks from some of our BirdLife Africa partners um, and from Adam Riley from Rock Jumper Birding Tours as well, uh, covering some of the content about birds and conservation across the continent as well. And those virtual talks are taking place throughout this week. So uh, this is being recorded on the 17th of July. It's taking place throughout this week, right up into the bird fair. And I think those are, as far as I know, those are all free talks to to, to log into. Yeah, that's correct. So those will all be free, um, available via, via Zoom. So listeners just have to go onto our website and they can. Uh, there's a free registration link for Zoom to tune into those talk uh, every evening this week. You know, I think I was quite interested in when I was thinking about this event, you know, you guys, I mean, we've been talking in the lead up to this, how busy you've been coming into this event and there's a lot of work that goes in behind the scenes and I can imagine a lot of costs even that go into putting on an event of this kind of, this kind of magnitude. I mean, this is, you know, one of the leading, well, probably is, is the leading bird conservation fair in Africa. Why is this event so important to BirdLife South Africa? You know, you know, why go through all this effort to put on an event like this? So I think there's there's the fundraising element which is important for a, a non-profit organization such as ourselves. Um, you know, we rely on donor funding and things like ticket sales to obviously cover the costs of the bird fair, you know, to bring speakers in and to um, for catering and for the use of um, venues and things like that. So we obviously have to cover our costs. But on top of that, we have to, you know, um, create revenue as well so that that money can go back in towards bird conservation. And there's also the awareness element. So as I mentioned, bringing people together and creating awareness about different species, um, not just the plight of species, but, you know, positive things as well about birds and how accessible birding can actually be. And an example of that is our kids birding um, workshop, you know, to just inspire some of the next generation to to take a look at, at birds in a new way. And I know that Fancy Peacock is in, incredible at that. So that's definitely um, something to look forward to. Um and then again, just to yeah, create awareness about some of the conservation work that BirdLife South Africa is doing, but also our partners across the BirdLife International Partnership. So um, some of our colleagues from BirdLife Africa um, partner countries will also be presenting uh, during the course of the week uh, to create awareness about the work that they do. As always, the BirdLife is proud to be associated with Sarovsi Optic, 
one of the world's leading producers of binoculars, monoculars, and spotting scopes, as well as the Birdlasser bird logging app, Spot, Plot, Play a Part. Download and install the app to play your part in social conservation. One of the ways that you can help us to keep putting out the content that we are releasing is by supporting our online shop. We sell optics, books, Westerman's products, and a whole lot more. Check out the shop on our website, www.thebirdinglife.com. If you need any help with any of the products, please don't hesitate to email us on info at thebirdinglife.com. So I can immediately think about why the in-person event will be amazing. You know, you know, I've drift, flown up from Durban myself to come to the in-person event, but I mean, just to use the horrible COVID word, I remember in COVID times, we were all sitting in offices, at, sitting at home, working in our, our boxes <laughs> and going to Zoom meetings. You know, you had to put that neat top on, the, <laughs> your neat shirt on the top Eye and on the top. shorts on the bottom. And, and, and it was really cool to start with, you know, like Zoom was just like the, the, the fad. Everyone loved it. And eventually just got over Zoom. It was just like, I, I got so sick and tired of online meetings, online events. So the question is, you know, I'm, you know, I know this is online and it's it's a fantastic event, but you know, why should people tune in online? You know, you you're speaking about this event being people can tune in from all around the world. You know, you know, for those who sit and say, ah, oh, this is just another online event. I'm over online stuff. Why should they tune in? Tune in, and how are you guys planning to to make the online not just another online meeting? Yeah, and a very good question, and I, I totally relate. You know, there's so many webinars and things out there since since COVID times where it became quite standard practice, and I think there's a lot of people who will um, relate to the term Zoom fatigue, um, you know, just constant um, barrage of webinars. Um, but with us, uh, we've definitely, we're very lucky to have Canon on board as a sponsor and a partner, um, and Canon... Um, gives us the equipment to to do quite a high quality broadcast or live stream of the day. And I think the benefit of this is that someone doesn't have to tune in for the entire event or the entire day. Um, but they can tune in and out as the, as it pleases them for the different, the different aspects of the, of the bird fair. Um, so the full program that will be available in person, we've decided to make that all available virtually as well. So it's not just the free um, three talks uh, during the week. Uh, via zoom which are taking on sort of a, a conservation conversation style if you're familiar with our, our um, bi-weekly webinar series but the actual program on the day will also be available to be broadcast from wherever wherever people are watching the fact that obviously in an in-person event at the country club johannesburg does come with limited uh, limited space um, and so that also allows us to you know broadcast the message about birds and bird conservation to a much wider audience than would be possible only in person. Um, and that's one of the reasons we've also decided to keep it virtual um, post, post-COVID. post And I guess the, the cool thing about watching at home, you don't have to give cargo tips. You don't have to, you can eat the food out your own fridge. There's a lot of benefits to it also. Yeah, that's very true. And I think when your kids see all the fancy books, you might end up spending a lot of money. So it's also maybe a little bit easier watching at home because you might spend a little <laughs> bit less money. Yeah, and all the, all the exhibitors and the shops and the, maybe that new pair of binoculars if you're lucky. So last time I came up, uh, the event was at the Walter Susuda Gardens, which is a fantastic venue. And I mean, I still remember going up on a walk. One of the birds I got as a lifer up there was the fairy flycatch. I did a walk with John Kinghorn. I know he's doing a walk this year also. This year's event is taking place at the Country Club of Johannesburg. You mentioned that already. So for those, I'm sure so that Johannesburg people might know this. For, for people that might be traveling from other places, how does this venue compare 
to the Walter Sisulu Gardens. Yeah, so the Walter Sisulu Botanical Gardens were a great opportunity to to bring in um, more people, and um, with a, I think I'll probably have, probably speaking out of turn around Sassel, but um, I think we had a much bigger sponsor on board, an entire sponsor cover the whole Walter Sisulu Botanical Garden fee. Um, and that allowed us to not necessarily charge high uh, entry fees or just the botanical garden entry fee, basically. So the decision to do Country Club Joburg is definitely you know, beneficial in terms of the species and the space and just a beautiful location to host the bird fair. Um, but it does come with having to cover cover certain costs as well. Yeah, so it's a fantastic venue to to come to. So you've been talking about a lot about the talks and the walks and that kind of thing that are over the weekend and a fantastic lineup of speakers. I mean, I know uh, I know Fancy, I know uh, Vian. A lot of the guys are doing walks. John Kinghorn, some of the some of the you know these are these for those who don't know. Most of these guys are top quality uh, bird guys. These guys are guys who charge big money to take guests out. And you're having the opportunity to come and go on a walk with a top birder, which is really, really amazing. So in terms of the talks and the walks, you know, how many of them do, do they, is there a charge for people to go on the walks and talks? Or how does, how does the, the, the walks, how does, how does the costings work out for these walks and talks? Yeah, so the, there's several, several guided walks on offer. Uh, starting it's around 7.30 in the morning, so people can come and, uh, like you said, enjoy a guided walk with some really top guides. And each of those guided walks will also be represented by a volunteer guide from one of the local uh, bird clubs. So it's an opportunity to meet with a bird club representative as well and get a feel for what these uh, these walks um, basically entail um, and the benefits of them. And uh, those are 120 rand per person. Uh, but then there are also workshop walks, so walks linked to each workshop. So there's beginner birding with Vian van Sale, and that includes an hours long um, talk from Vian and an hours walk with him as well. And then Fancy Peacock is hosting kids birding workshop, which includes a walk uh, with Fancy and several other supervisors um, with those kids as well. And obviously adults are also w- welcome to join. Um, and those are 150 per person. So something I enjoyed and I went to last time was the photographic talk. Will there be a photographic workshop at this year's bird fair? I do speak under correction, but I, I don't think we have a, a photography-based workshop at this year's fair. But we do have a session from Canon, uh, from Roger Mashin at, at Canon about uh, our photography competition. And so we'll be revealing the top 10 winners of our, our photography competition for the year um, and included in that, Roger and some of the judges will sort of speak to um, photography basics and, and uh, the, why some of the winners were chosen. So I know you've been talking about the process. Tell us a little bit about, so, you know, people are going to come on Saturday and they're going to be part of that talk. Maybe I don't know how long the, that session is, but and they might just look at the 10 photos and say, ah, oh, this is an easy job. Tell us, tell us a little bit about behind the scenes, you know, what has gone into to to bring in these to to getting all these entries down to ten entries. Tell us a little bit behind the scenes. Tell us about the blood, the sweat, the tears, the grey hairs. Tell us yeah, about it. Definitely, um, we like to bite off more than we can chew at BirdLife South Africa, and one of those is a recent initiative as a photography competition, and we just sort of ties into who we are as an organisation. Uh, you know, in terms of raising awareness about birds through beautiful photography, um, and several people are. Uh, connect with nature or connect with birds through photography and you see that a lot on social media so we wanted to sort of um you know jump on that trend as well and get people to share 
bird specific photography so it's a it's obviously a bird uh, a bird life south africa photography competition as opposed to just a wildlife photography competition um or a more general photography competition and so it's a beautiful showcase of the birds in, in south africa and right from your garden birds up to your threatened species in wild areas um so the photography competition is is 10 different ways that, that people can win. And um, we're awarding a winner in several different categories. So an action category, a garden category, portraits, birds in the environment, obviously showcasing birds um, in their particular natural setting or in an interesting location. Um, and then we've got a category to award winners of threatened species pictures, um, endemic species. There's an under 18 youth category as well that we'll be awarding with a, a nice new Canon mirrorless camera. Um, and then there's two other categories where the, the public will decide. So we've shortlisted about 200 of the, of, of the pictures we've received. And we received over 3,000 um, pictures or photographs. So that was quite a tough, a tough um, process as well with the different judges to whittle those down to 200 odd. Those will go on the BirdLife South Africa website this week. And the public will have a chance to vote for their favorite image. So that will be crowned the People's Choice Award. And then uh, someone voting for the People's Choice will also stand a chance to win um, a Canon PowerShot camera and a, a book voucher from Strake Nature. So there's several prizes. And our, our grand prize winner, um, above and beyond all the categories, is the overall winner wins um, a three-night getaway for two people, all-inclusive to Twalu Kalahari Reserve, which is a, a pretty special prize. Oh, it's fantastic. I just think it's such a great initiative. And, you know, obviously with the bird photography uh, that's out there at the moment, I think it's such a great initiative. And, yeah, just well done for all the hard work and all that's gone into putting that competition together. So so for those that want to come to the event either online or in person, how can they register for the event or how can they find out more information? Yeah, so all of our all the information uh, is available on our website. So... They can go to birdlife.org.za and uh, on the birdlife.org.za homepage, the, there's several banners that will um, lead you to the African Bird Fair page. And on the page are frequently asked questions, uh, everything from the date and how to register via Quicket, um, how to tune in to the free virtual talks this week um, and how to, how to register as well as the program of events. So all the different talks that will be taking place and what time they'll be. Um, and there's also a coloring in competition uh, in association with Fancy Peacock. So for kids, um, if any of our listeners have got kids between the ages of 7 and 13 and want to inspire them um, around the natural world or birds, uh, Fancy has kindly made available some of his artwork uh, stenciled out so that kids can color it in. And they'll win a, or they'll stand a chance to win uh, Fancy's new bird book. Um, so it's the second version of Fancy's bird book which he'll obviously sign at the bird fair as well. Oh, that's cool, cool. That's really cool. I encourage all our listeners to, you know, go and support the events and also, like I said earlier, support BirdLife South Africa. So before you go, Andy, um, I'm sure every listener, and I hope you have information about this, but every listener would love to go on a birding trip worth 150,000 rand with probably the world's leading bird tour company, Rock Jumper, Worldwide Birding Adventures. And I see that you guys have just released this year's jackpot birding. Only a 1,000 tickets on sale, um, 650 bucks a ticket. I mean, it's 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 like nothing. And you've got like a 1 in a 1,000 chance of winning. I mean, that's a better chance than 
of winning the lotto, which I mean, yeah, I mean, tell us a little about the jackpot birding and yeah, why people, how people can enter. Yeah, thanks so much. So we 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 limited to a thousand a thousand entries, so they do go um quite fast. Um, in previous years with COVID, we couldn't put on a, a trip with um, with rock jumpers, so there was a cash prize. But we really chuffed to present another, you know, once in a lifetime trip again. Now that travel has opened up a bit. And as you said, it's worth about 150,000 rand. And um, it's a 13-day trip with Rock Jumper Birding Tours to Morocco. So that'll be in May next year. And that's for two people sharing, um, obviously, including return flights from Johannesburg. And yeah, I mean, um, if you're a winner, you get a chance to travel to Morocco and see some epic birds of the region. Um, And as Adam mentioned, there's only 1,000 tickets available. And it's a huge fundraiser initiative for us as BirdLife South Africa. So all funds raised go straight towards um, our work to conserve our country's birds and, and the habitats. Yeah, Andy, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm looking forward to hearing all the news about the bird fair this weekend. I hope it goes really fantastic. I hope the weather's good. I know there's a bit of a cold front coming in, but yeah, I'm sure it's going to be fantastic anyway. <laughs> so I hope you guys have an awesome turnout. And yeah, I'm looking forward to watching online. Yeah, thanks so much for having us, Adam. And uh, for anyone coming to the bird fair, definitely needs to dress warm. Uh, I think we are in for a a cold one, but the camaraderie will keep us warm for sure. And I'm sure there's going to be good coffee on sale. Yeah, that's that's a must-have. Awesome, Andy. We'll chat soon, eh? Thanks so much for the chat and again for, for having us on. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this week's show. We really appreciate your support. If you have any comments or feedback on any of the episodes, feel free to drop us an email on info at thebirdinglife.com or send us a message on any of our social media platforms. We would love to get to know you better. So until next time, be blessed and happy birding.